Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast, where we are growing and glowing through our nursing journey and practicing real self-care along the way. Ready for the real glow up? Join the conversation with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, BSN RN, Certified Health and Wellness Coach and CEO of RU Well, where I empower new nurses to adapt to busy nurse life by creating real self-care strategies that boost energy and build real self-confidence. So if you're struggling to keep afloat in this busy nurse life and ready to ditch the hustle culture, this is a space for you. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe to our online community and here on the podcast for more self-care resources. Let's do it, y'all. Welcome back, friends. I'm so glad you're tuned in to another episode of the You Glow Nurse podcast. I hope you are getting all the value you need from our time together. And I'm so honored to be a part of your growing and glowing journey. Let's do this. Okay. So let me ask you this. Do you ever feel pressured to agree to certain things? Do you ever feel pressured to agree to showing up to events or even new responsibilities to adding to new responsibilities? Do you ever feel like I have to say yes or they will think blah, blah, blah. You fill in a blank. They will think I'm bad. They will think I'm lazy. They will think I'm not good enough. Whatever you have told yourself, those stories we tell ourselves. Or you might be on this other side. You might be like something like how I've been working through this. This is what I'll do. I'll agree to a lot of things. I'll I'm going to do this. I'm going to show up like this. I'm going to say yes and be available. My intention is good. I want to be present. I want to show up. I want to give, you know, as much as I can. But then I end up losing track of time. I end up running around short on time and end up feeling late, ashamed, guilty, or here's even one that I've been noticing. I feel like I'm still not doing enough, even though I I sign up for all these things and I want to give all of these and be available. I still feel like I'm not doing enough. It's easy for us as caregivers to want to do the good nurse thing and be open and available for anyone who needs us. But does that really make you a good nurse? Or do you find yourself feeling resentful, feeling obligated, and backing out anyways. So where is the line of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to do the good thing, to be the good nurse, but still being able to honor your healthy boundaries? In today's conversation, we get more into how to hop off this merry-go-round, maybe it's not so merry for you, and really, truly stop overcommitting. It's more necessary than you think so that you can really be useful with the time that you do have. Sometimes less is more. And sometimes you do have to get out of your comfort zone and push and push through. But you decide. Decide with us. So check out this live I recorded in the inside the nurse wellness community. And if you're not a part of the nurse wellness community, that's my online community on my Facebook group. Join me there for more resources, for more healthy living during our busy nurse life. You're going to love this conversation. So let's dive in. Let's get into tonight's topic, how not to overcommit. Like I said earlier, I have been 
a people pleaser in my past life. Um, something that I've struggled with, something that I'm still working through. But I can tell you, um, there are ways that you know you don't have to say yes to everyone. You can put yourself first without the guilt, without the shame, without feeling bad, without feeling like you're hurting someone's feeling or you're being mean. No, you can put yourself first. You can say no. You can um, commit to what you are capable of. And during the holidays and beyond, it, it can be a stressful situation. Um, so how can we not overcommit? So here's the issue that I've noticed in my life throughout my nursing career. And maybe it's the same for you. Let me know. We are not good at setting boundaries as the health givers, as the person that shows up for others that constantly want to give and help and serve. We're not good at setting healthy boundaries. And so the way that I knew that I had an issue with boundaries was being a people pleaser having a hard time saying no to anyone, um, always wanting to be included. Um, and another boundary problem that I had, I just I just would accept anything, like anything that anyone asked of me. I was like quick, quick to say, yes, I'll be there. I'll do that. I'll help you with that. I'll join that. You know, like, okay, like I'm kind of always voluntold to do things. I wouldn't like automatically jump for joy, but you know, it wasn't like, okay, let me let me get back to you. Let, let me check my calendar. It was more so like, sure, okay, without really asking myself, do I have the capability? Do I have the capacity? Do I really have the time to commit to these requests of yours? Um, and it could have been like, you know, just on the unit at work, being asked to be a part of a committee, being asked to be a part of a project being invited to a party, events, you know, though a lot of those are coming around, a lot of those are happening. Um, so having your boundaries during this time is so important. And I was one that definitely had problems with that. I didn't want to let anyone down as a nurse. You know, I didn't want to be mean to anyone. I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I wanted to always be seem like, okay, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, sure. Why not? So a lot of the lines between work and life and self-worth would blur a lot because I would tie my self-worth and um, everything with anything that I excelled at. I would tie it into a lot of the a lot of my work, you know, if I'm good at something, if I show up for something, if I if I'm participating in a lot of things, oh, then I'm a good person. I'm a good nurse. I'm working hard. I'm a hard worker. So that's how I fall, fell into the trap of overcommitting. I really based my worth, my value um, on how much I show, I would show up for others, how much I would be involved, how much I would, you know, uh, say yes. I'm like, okay, well, then that makes me a good person. That makes me a good, a great nurse because I'm always available. And this would lead to me overcommitting and sadly even lead to me uh, burning out, you know, holding feelings of resentment towards others. When I would commit, I would say, yes, I'll be there. Yes, I'll do that. And then really in reality, I can't. I don't have the capacity. I don't have the time. Um, and it could it could lead to those resentment feelings and feeling burnt out and feeling overwhelmed and just a lot of anxiety can happen when you feel like you have no other choices and this is what I have to do. This is what I have. I have to do this feeling obligated then coming from a space of like, I want to do this. I would like to help. I would like to be a part of this. You know, I'm 
there's a different angle. There's a different vibe when it comes to it. Um, so why does this happen? Is it the programming that is enforced or reinforced in our training as nurses and then magnified at the workplace? Well, you're a good worker. If you do the things, if you show up, you're you're a really good nurse. If you're approved of and you, you know, you're not a troublemaker, you know, you're good. You're good. We like you. You know, these things are reinforced at the workplace. They're taught to us throughout our training. And we, we're we're slowly changing our thoughts to align with that. I don't know if you've ever been if you've ever been a part of that or have experienced that. I think I did uh, for sure. And the thing is, nurses as nurses, we we serve wholeheartedly, no doubt. But where is the line? Where is the limit? How do you define the limit of pushing yourself, right? You got to push yourself. You got to be, you know, you got to put in that work to see the results. You got to do the things. You got to get out of your comfort zone, right? But where is that limit? Where Where is the limit of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone for growth, for good things, but then also honoring your boundaries? So we're not overcommitting and ultimately running on fumes. So with this question in mind, I want to get in a few, get into a few tips and ways that you can practice um, not overcommitting or committing less or, you know, practicing better self-care, self um, or practicing better time management, right? That's really what it is as well. Um, so first, we need to form better boundaries, better boundaries. I've already talked about this. I love talking about boundaries. Um, It has definitely been a a game changer for me. Knowing my limit, where is my limit? Where do I stand? And how is it different from others? You know, others can maybe go for 12 hours without a break or without saying anything, but that, that may not be how I operate. You know, that may not be my capacity, but does that make me a bad person? Does that make me a terrible nurse? Does that make me Someone that's weak or, un, you know, um, without the talent does no. It just means I have different la- limits than the next person, and that's okay. You know, we all have different limits. I need a break. I need to take a lunch break. I cannot go for twelve hours. You know, I need to have my fifteen minute break. I need to have healthy meals. I need to go be able to call my family members, check on my mom and dad, or you know, whatever it is. We all have limits, and what you know how we communicate that to others around us is really important as well. Like we identify our healthy boundaries, um, how to form these boundaries and how to honor the time that we have, but how everyone's work looks different. Everyone's boundary work looks different, but I'll definitely say that reading and exposing yourself to different viewpoints can definitely expand your mind, expand your viewpoint. So that's really important to do some reading. And so here are a few resources I would recommend because like I said, learning about boundaries has changed my life. So if you read these books, here's your warning. Here is your warning, okay? It's gonna change your life. So take some time (laughs) to maybe, you know, read them at your own pace. Don't rush through it and uh, really take your time with it. And here are a few of them. So number one book that I read and has changed my life is just simple. It's an oldie but a good goodie, uh, Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Really good book, um, breaks it down. They have all different types of boundaries book, boundaries for singles, boundaries for married. Um, 
I think even like a kid's book that they have. Um, and it's been out for a while. It's really, really good. It's, it challenges a lot of beliefs and upbringings that I, upbringing thoughts and habits that I had as a child challenged a lot of that. Even as a Christian woman, it challenged a lot of my beliefs and, you know, upbringings in the church. So that is a really good one. Both of the the authors are um, Christian psychologists. So it's amazing how they break it down and really challenge a lot of the things that I grew up thinking was okay. I was like, yeah, well, of course I have to be available. Of course I have to do this. Of course, you know, because I had a lot of those, my self-worth was tied into a lot of how I, uh, into my action, into my work and how I showed up. But, you know, having those boundaries helped me, you know, understand that, no, like, it's okay to have limits. It's okay to say no. It's okay to take a day off. It's okay, you know, to mess up. Um, And just uh, that book was definitely transformational for me. Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and John Townsend. Another one that I just read, and it was really good. She even gave uh, boundaries at work. And that has been something that I've been working on a lot so that I don't overcommit my time at work. So I'm not staying at work for more than eight hours. Look, I'm here for eight hours. You got me for my eight hours, but that's it. You know, I'm not a bad nurse if I have to clock out and I don't get everything done. And so this book really helped me through that time. It's still helping me through this time. So it's called Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Nedra Glover Tawab. That one is really good. And one thing that I that was a huge takeaway from that book is don't take anything personal. Nothing is personal. Any way that anybody responds to you, any way that they talk to you, anything that they do with their body language, how they treat you, take nothing personal for everyone, anyone, because it's not about you. How people react to, to you or respond to you is not about you. It's never about you. It's it's how they're interpreting the world and how they're viewing the world. And so that's how they respond to you. So never take things personal. And I'm like, what? Never take things personal. I'm taking that personal. That is a personal thing because you come in for me because you know I'm I take things personal. How'd you know? <laughs> and in work, you know, like as busy nurses, as busy caregivers, it's easy to take, you know, feedback from others, maybe a bit personal. You know, you 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 learn boundaries, you learn to say no, you learn to say yes more, whatever your boundary work is, wherever you need to work at with your boundaries. You know, it can be kind of hard to take that uh, feedback and how do you respond? And but it's it's how when you build better boundaries, it really helps you to not overcommit your time and to do the best with what you have. That is a limit. You know, that is your limits. This is what I have. This is the amount of time that I have. Let's be honest, you know, Um, and it really helps you to honor it because if you don't have boundaries, anyone can come in. Boundaries are there to protect us. Boundaries are there to, you know, hold us together. And it's okay to have boundaries. So that was a really good one. Okay, so the third book, and I haven't started reading this one, but I got it on my Audible. But Lisa Turkhurst, she's a great Christian author. She does a bunch of devotional. She's a speaker. She's an amazing woman. I listened to her on, what is it? The show that I watch online on TBN. But it's like these group of women. It's so good. Me and my friend watch it. I forgot it what it's called. But when it comes when it comes to me, I'll let you know. But anyway, she's on there a lot. Um, and she just wrote good boundaries and goodbyes. So I'm really interested in checking that one out. So let me know if you do too. Hey, friend, what's going on? All right. So another way to practice not committing 
over committing, not over committing your time and making the most with the time that you do have, especially during the busy holiday season and with the busy load that you may have as a nurse, as a caregiver, how to practice not over committing. Um, I just gave you a few books that you can read um, so that you can practice better boundaries and then take inventory. Let's get real. Let's have a conversation, you and I. This is how I talk to myself. Let's have let's have a talk, friend. Let's have a talk, sis. Get real with yourself, you know? Take inventory. So what is your season right now? I think that was a really good question that I had to ask myself recently when I had problems, when I, you know, I struggle now even with overcommitting. I want to do, I want to be involved. I want to give my very best, but definitely like in order to practice not overcommitting, you have to ask yourself the tough questions. It's just how, what, what is your, what is your season right now? What type of season are you in? Are you in the grind season? Are you in the slowdown season? Are you in the get quiet season? Is God asking you to, to grind it out right now? Are you in the season where you it's time for you to grind it out? Okay. So identify your season. It takes some some time. What where are you feeling at right now? Is it healing season? Is it rest season? Where are you in your life right now? What are your responsibilities? What is most important to you right now? Oh, yes. Declutter season. Yes, I love that. And during the holidays, you know, during this busy time, it may be harder to decipher. So ask yourself, like, what are the most top three important things right now? What are the top three things that I want to commit and want to make the most important to myself without, you know, over committing to everything and events and, you know, without feeling that FOMO, like fear of fear of missing out. And then there's this other one that I've I've witnessed as a busybody, as somebody that likes to help, that likes to give, that likes to jump in, that likes to figure things out, the the fear of not doing enough. Like, I'm not doing enough. I I don't have the diet together. I don't have the right clothes. I don't have the right friends. I don't have the right house. I'm doing. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. The fear of those things can leave you in a season where you're like, what am I doing? What is going on? And during the holidays, it can it can be harder to to tell where you're at, but just getting down to like, okay, where am I? What is my season right now? <laughs> I love it. A little bit of both, giving and grinding season. And that's the great thing. Like you can find your healthy middle. Where are you in your season? Are you do you have space? Do you have capacity? Where are you? But it takes that really having that 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 intuition, that self-assessment on the regular, like, okay, where am I right now? Ask yourself the hard questions when presented with a request. Okay. You got that invite. You got that request to be a part of something. Okay. What do you do? My first instinct, a lot of the times say, yes. I'm like, yes, sure. I could do that. It sounds great. Yeah. And then later on, I'm checking my calendar. I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) I cannot do that. I cannot commit. What was I thinking? So just because somebody asks you to do something, it doesn't matter who they are, what relationship to you. It'll be my mom. I'll be like, let me get back to you, mom. I'm gonna get back to you in one to two business days. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not that, <laughs> I'm not that, I'm not that hardcore with my mom. She will go crazy. What? You better make time for me. But in reality, it doesn't, you know, like that's a boundary that we should work on, especially as those that give so much at work. So long, so long of hours. We have a a job that is giving, that is sacrificing. We're waking up early. We're doing the things. Okay. So when we're asked to be a part of things and, 
you know, during the holiday seasons, we want to be involved. We have that FOMO, we have fear of missing out, fear of not doing enough, you know, but hey, wait a second. Does it really matter? What really matters to me right now? What do I really want to embrace right now? So I don't overcommit. Is it okay? I need to make time for rest. I need to make time for my family. I need to make time to take care of these tasks. You know, just because the holidays come doesn't mean our whole lives just are on pause. We have to, you know, have that that grind season and giving season. How how can we find that healthy balance? And so asking yourself the hard question when presented with the request, do I have that capacity? Does this request align with my goals? Come on, let's be honest. Does this align with me? Is this really what I need? It's been a great opportunity. Thank you so much for considering me. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I love your vision. But unfortunately, at this time, I'm not able. I am not able to commit to that. But please keep in contact for, for you know, further, further opportunities. You know, don't cut break the bridges or burn the bridges, sorry, burn the bridges, but you know, leave room for, okay, I'm not able to at this time, but I would love to be considered at a later time. Let's, let's stay connected. Just because it doesn't align right now in this season doesn't mean that it can't align later. So really just, okay, I'm not missing out. There's going to be more opportunity switching it from that scarcity mindset. Like, okay, there's going to be more opportunities. There's going to be more times that I'm going to be invited. I'm going to be a part of that. I'm going to be presented with that. There's going to be more times. This is not going to be the only time. And really, really doing that lately has helped me put my mind at ease from that FOMO, from that fear of, of not doing enough, just reminding myself, look, this is not just you know, I'm going to have other opportunities. Now, there are times that we do have to take advantage of the opportunities, but you can decide. You can decide, okay, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I need to take action. I need to do this thing now. There are times that we're going to have to do that. But really having that self-assessment, really tapping into your intuition is going to lead you to the right decision. And having space, sometimes saying no to certain things is going to leave room for those opportunities to come, those once in a lifetime opportunities to come, the ones that align with your goals that get you where you need to be. But sometimes that takes saying no to other things. So not overcommitting, right? And another way, I'm just saying, don't overthink the ask. Don't overthink your response. So somebody comes to you, hey, I need you to be a part of committee. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Can you come to this party? Can you help me host? Can you, you know, host the party? Whatever it is this holiday season, like, okay, I appreciate you. Don't overthink their ask. And then don't overthink your response. You know, just because I I say, no, they're going to think this, they're going to do that. You know how we make up those stories? Like, well, what if they think that I'm, that I'm just being stuck up or I'm just blowing them off or I'm being rude, you know, like what if they think I'm not a good friend or I'm not a good church member or I'm not a good worker? (laughs) What if they think I'm lazy? What if they look, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. And I find myself doing that. My favorite therapist, look, I act like I know her. She's my friend. Dr. Anita Phillips, make up good stories in your mind. She tells me that all the time. Really, I heard her say this once and like I hear her voice over and over again in my mind when I start making up those stories. Oh, well, what if they do this? What if they think that? What if they, you know, what if this happens? You know, make up good stories, she tells us. Instead of all the bad stories, well, 
Oh, maybe she had a she had to really rush to get home. Maybe that's why she acted that way. That's why she was she had something important to do. Maybe that's why she ran home like that and just cut off the conversation. Maybe that's why, you know, like, oh, maybe maybe that's why they asked me to do that, because they really think like I'm dependable, you know, make up those good stories. Not, oh, they just want to use me and abuse me. You know, they I'm the only one to say yes. That's why they're asking me to do this. I'm the only one with the house. But, oh, they really they really want, you know, make up something good. So because we find ourselves being mad at the bad things, we find ourselves being mad at these made up stories. Right. And Dr. Anita, always, she shares that. Why not make up something good in your in your mind? Because you really are just making yourself mad. Like, and it hasn't even come true. You don't even know if it's factual. You just making up this story and you're like, that, that's why they did that. That's why they reacted that way. That's why they're asking me for this. And, you know, so make up something good. Don't overthink the ask and your response. Communicate your needs. Don't assume what others are going to say or make up the stories about what, about people and know, and you think they know how you're going to feel. Like, don't assume people are going to know your boundaries or that, Hey, I don't have a lot of capacity. Do not assume people know that people do not know your boundaries unless you tell them. And I'm just like, when I hear this, like I've, my therapist has told me this. I've heard this so many, like on some podcasts, like people don't know your boundaries unless you communicate to them. So people don't know they're being rude unless you tell them. People don't know they asking for too much unless you say, sis, like that is not what I can do right now. People don't know what you have going on unless you tell them. Now, it's different in different situations. Of course, you can tell your close family and friends, this is what I got going on. This is what I got, you know, but at work, maybe like, no, this is just my response. The answer is no at this time. But I want to leave opportunity for further, you know, just close it off professional, calmly. I know it's hard sometimes when we're learning that emotional intelligence, but don't overthink your response. Don't overthink the ask, but communicate clearly. And it it takes practice because I get so nervous still when I have to do boundary work, when I have to tell somebody, I don't, you know, this is not what makes me comfortable right now. I don't think I can commit to that. I don't, let's do this another way. I don't think I can, you know, like it still makes me very nervous. It still makes me very shaky. And I've, I've done a lot of boundary work, but practicing it in, in, in real life sometimes can be another thing. Um, but it's, it's how we, how we're able to not overcommit. It's, it's just, if you don't want to overcommit your time, if you don't want to feel resentful later on after you've said yes, after you've agreed to all of these things, if you don't want to feel obligated and just forced into something and just end up feeling resentment, then we have to have those healthy boundaries. What is a yes? What is a no? What can I commit to? What do I have a capacity to? And you have to communicate it in a way that the person can understand you. Because you may just communicate it, but that doesn't mean that they're going to hear you. You need to communicate it on a level that they're able to understand it. And, And it's different for everyone. So using words like, I appreciate you reaching out to me. Thank you so much for thinking of me. And I would like to look into further possibilities at a later date. You know, using, you know, using that professionalism, suave with it. It takes practice. I'm working on it. (laughs) Another way, like I've been saying throughout this conversation, another way to not overcommit during this busy season as a caregiver, as a nurse, as a busy person that gives so much to, to others already 
during our day job, how do we not overcommit? Commit to what you can. What are your top three non-negotiables for your health? What are the top three things that you can commit to? Just three. And if you can add on more, that's okay too. Look, during the season, I know it's going to be events. I'm going to be working. I'm going to be trying to spend time with my family and friends. We're going to be eating. We're going to be doing this. But these are the top three that I'm going to stick to for my health. I'm not just going to throw my health goals out the window. I'm going to commit to three things at least. I'm going to commit to getting to bed on time, getting my eight hours. What? Spending time with family. I'm going to commit to making time for movement. What are the top three things that you can commit to? Keeping that basic foundation in rotation. Like, okay, look, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm committing to. These are the things. So that when anybody else, like a request, like an ask, like an event, whatever it is comes your way. Okay, cool. Maybe. But let me see. Does this align with my goals? Am I going to have enough time to get to bed on time? Am I going to have enough time to wake up early and do my morning routine? With this request, is it really possible for me to get my healthy meals in, to you know, get all my water in? Am I going to be able to honor my health goals with this request of yours? Does it, does it match up with my three non-negotiables? Hmm. Let me think about it. And that requires some time to think about it. So give yourself some time before you yes, before you jump on it. Even though it may sound like an amazing thing, it may be from the family member that you love, your best friend, sister, sister. Like, you know, it may be that person. But let, let me get back to you. That it's going to require some time to pause, reflect. And get back, like, hey, let me get back to you. Does this align with my three non-negotiables? What matters most to your health at this time? And stick to those. Create your foundation. Like for me, the food, fitness, faith. I'm going to take care of my mental health. I'm going to put God first. I'm going to do my affirmations. I'm going to make time for me and Jesus, you know? And then my food. I'm going to make sure I'm fueled up for these long days. I'm going to make sure I have a healthy meal. I'm going to make sure I'm hydrated. And taking time for rest. And then my fitness, I'm going to make sure I'm in my body at least 30 minutes, five times a week. That's me. You know, that's that's what helps me go. That's what keeps me fueled up. That's what helps me keep going. Without those things, I'm, you know, I'm not myself. I, I cannot be my happy-go-lucky self. You can't ask me to go serve anybody else. You can't ask me to do anything else if I don't at least have my three basic foundations. And that's what I help my clients with as well. Overcommitting can feel like, oh yeah, this is this is what I'm supposed to do as a good nurse. It may feel like, oh yeah, it's a badge of honor. Saying yes seems like the good nurse thing to do. But I can tell you from experience, saying yes all the time when you're overextended can lead to resentment. If you're feeling obligated and just all these things, unspoken resentment can ruin relationships faster than turning down any type of invite. Having that resentment can break up the friendship for sure. So you decide and check out the books and resources I shared with you earlier, the Boundaries book. Um, I shared a couple of those earlier, so go ahead and check those out. If you feel overextended and overcommitted, take inventory of your current season. And your current responsibilities, your current commitments. Where are you at right now? Take inventory. Where are you at? Ask yourself the hard questions. Do I really have the space to commit? 
or do I feel pressured? Or do I feel pressured, guilty, or obligated to commit? If this sounds like you, don't overcommit the ask from the other party. Answer with kindness and compassion. But don't overthink your answer or your response. You are responsible for your choices. You are the one that's responsible. So if any of this resonated with you and you feel like, okay, I don't want to worry about overcommitting this holiday season. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stick to my top three non-negotiables, then you definitely want to join in on my eight-week accountability group, my Healthy Holidays accountability group going live this Friday. If you're a healthcare giver, if somebody that's always overextended, overgiving, and you're like, not this season, Fallon. This season, I'm taking back control. I'm not waiting until next year. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel healthy and healthy and happy in the skin that I'm in this holiday season. I'm done with the restrictions. I'm ready to take action, and I'm not overcommitting. I'm not going to overcommit this season. I'm going to stick to my non-negotiables, my three top non-negotiables. Then you want to join my eight-week accountability going live this Friday. Go ahead and text I'm ready to 346-440-2796 to get started today. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity. We have so much to do for others. We have to take care of others. We have to show up for others. But what about showing up for you first? Despite the holidays, despite just the celebrations, you can still enjoy those. You can still have fun spend time with the family, but you can also honor your health goals. You can make time for your health goals, and I'm here to help you in that. Join our eight-week accountability group going live this Friday. I can't wait to see you there. If that's something that you're interested, go ahead, send me a message or text the number. I'm ready to 346-440-2796 to get started today. I can't wait to see you there. All right, y'all. I hope this really helped you in your health goals for the holidays, let me know in the comments below. What are your three non-negotiables for this season? What will you be sticking to for your healthier, happier nurse life? And I will see y'all next time. Bye. Hey, loved one. Thanks for joining in on another episode of the You Glow Nurse Podcast. I really enjoyed sharing this topic on how to stop overcommitting, how to not overcommit in your life. Because as nurses, we want to give, we want to show up for everyone else. But does it really add to our life? Really picking and choosing what we commit to is pivotal to our growth so that we're not spread thin, so that we're not running on E and getting burnt out. There are things that we can do to prevent burnout and overcommitting is one of them. So I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you did, go ahead, like, subscribe. Follow me on social media. I originally recorded this episode inside the nurse wellness community. That's my private Facebook group. So unfortunately, the healthy holiday accountability group is no longer able. It's no longer up right at this moment. It's not, it's no longer up at this moment. So what I'm trying to say is, so just disregard the last part about the accountability group. But don't worry, I have not left you out in the cold. I have not left you without. You can join me on my social media. Like I said, I recorded this episode in the nurse wellness community. So you can join us on the Facebook group. You can join me on Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn. I share more recipes, more insights, more workouts, everything related to the you glow nurse lifestyle because as nurses we can grow and glow becoming a nurse was one of the hardest things that i've ever had to do in my life but i have glown up 
through it and I want the very same for you and beyond. We are becoming our best nurse self by taking care of ourselves first, by putting our self-care first. And so I'm so happy to be along with you in this journey. So if you enjoyed, make sure you subscribe, make sure you share. Go ahead, leave me a comment for the podcast. Let me know it's real. Let me know you're on this You Glow Nurse journey as well. Please share this with other nurses that you feel may benefit from this type of of podcasts and I cannot wait until the next one don't worry much much more to come I can't wait to share more with you next time I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you next time bye